0: Hey everyone! Welcome back to Cooking with Connor. With yours truly, got a nice recipe for you guys some biscuits. A little bit of bakery for this starting, starting podcast here. But before we get into that, I want to talk about a couple of topics that are polar opposites of each other. Mostly because it's just what I've been interested in recently, uh, and there there is a big contrast from one another. So it's going to be kind of uh, <laughs> kind of staggering. So stay with me. Uh, first one is something simple, just games. Um, not a game in particular. Originally, when I even started podcasting, the first thing that I was going to talk about was Elden Ring, because I was playing that at the time, and there's tons of stuff you can talk about with that game, with the whole map, with the gameplay, with the story. It's just a plethora of content that you can talk about, but I digress. I'd rather go into uh, like genres and talk about them specifically rather than focus on one game. Uh, but I will mention... Uh, some others while I'm talking about it. Um, what I want to talk about regarding games is probably the difficulty uh, for specific genres. And there's well, one specific genre I want to mention about how crazy it is to to get used to, but I'll start with like the more easier, understandable games first. And before we get into that, first thing that I want to make clear is when you're playing a game, you're playing a game for mostly two reasons. One, for fun, or two, to get something out of it. For fun, you're trying to, to have a good experience with friends, just having a fun multiplayer match, like on like a shooter or something like that. Uh, but when you're trying to get something out of it, that's when you're trying to make progress in a game or trying to possibly play competitively for money. Uh, for example, like um, esports, Counter Strike, that kind of stuff. Uh, me, I usually do it for fun. Obviously, I'm just I'm just a college kid. I have no business going to the professional scene with that. I have my own life, my own career path. It's not something I'm interested in, but. There, are, I know some people legitimately go into gaming just to have a job for it. Uh, I've known a couple of friends who have gone on to teams, have gone on to uh, uh, tournaments. It's something very hard to get into, and it's definitely not for me. I don't really take games seriously, even when they should be taken seriously. I, I goof off a lot with it, make a lot of jokes. I play games for fun, essentially. Uh, but playing competitively doesn't mean there's not fun in it to get something out of a game usually there's fun with it but sometimes they're just not sometimes just not. now going back to my previous topic with genres of games about how difficult they are uh the first one i would start off with is storytelling games like last of us i guess you could say metal gear that's kind of an in-between shooter and a story game those aren't necessarily difficult They're not designed to be difficult. They're designed to have an impact on the player in terms of a psychological or just gameplay-wise effect. A lot of words jumbled up there, but they're trying to affect the person playing the game in an emotional way. Usually they succeed, especially the earlier games in the genre. They do succeed, uh, but the later games now, they are more heavily criticized since it's more commonplace now games were. Back then, games uh, were very technologically... Like sacred. It'd be, it'd be hard to make a game, let alone release it to a global audience back in like 1999, 2000, stuff like that. It was harder to release a game and harder to make one, so it was more impressive than it would be to make a game today, and therefore more criticization happens today than back then, because back then we were all like, wow, this is crazy, and then now it's like, okay, this is commonplace, so what's, what's the big idea? Those is where I would start off with saying it's easy to play those games because it's easy to get into. You're not really competing against anyone. It's not really fighting anyone except for like robots mostly. So it's not that hard to get into. And the next level up I would say would probably be like shooters. Like you know when you hear shooters you think Call of Duty, Battlefield, that kind of stuff. Battlefield fumbled by the way. They had such a good thing going with Battlefield 1 and 5. I liked 5. Not a lot of people liked 5. But 1 was great. And then 2042 everyone was so excited for it. You know we're going for a, a modern game. And then it was terrible upon release and it is still terrible because it is in the same state and they have done nothing to update the game i think they even abandoned it uh but I'm, that was a little bit of a rant uh shooters is more flexible when it comes to what a shooter is defined as you can have a slow shooter like rainbow succeed or you can have a fast shooter like titanfall 2 that kind of stuff uh those are the games i played the most back when i was in middle school and high school right now i still play games occasionally but most of my time playing games was back then those were the main games I played this because I was more comfortable with this what I started off with and it's what I grew up with honestly uh, even though my dad didn't like it but I did I did uh, the community when it came to those games viewed it as difficult there was a huge skill flow, uh, skill ceiling which means that uh, you need to work harder and spend actual time practicing and learning the game uh, back in like what 2012 2013 stuff like that uh that's when it like was considered hard. Now shooting games are considered kinda easy compared to the other ones I'll talk about. Uh but there's one thing I wanna mention with the shooting genre is that the communities for those those the, the shooting games like I mentioned usually kinda suck. Uh <laughs> not in terms of like oh they, they're bad at the game, but they like are mean and uh they we call it toxic in the communities. I think I think it's called toxic where people are just purposely mean to be mean I don't know if it's you know to get a kick out of it it's kind of similar to bullying honestly it sucks but it almost feels like they're never satisfied with the current state like I'll use I'll use Call of Duty again for an example Call of Duty has went from a now nah, I wouldn't say little title but has went from a title where it was okay to have less content like Call of Duty 4 on Modern Warfare where there is you know you have your multiplayer campaign and then spec ops and then you know camos for weapons and, and multiplayer difficult different difficulties for the campaign and different difficulties for the spec ops mode but now you have mono warfare vanguard uh cold war all with call of duty those have tons of stuff packed in you have zombies you have campaign you have you have completionist camos for call duty, for uh multiplayer you have new bundles that make the guns look completely different and all this kind of, all this kind of stuff. And then you have Warzone, which is a, honestly what I think is a technological masterpiece. Like, you have three different games crammed into one, all these different balancing issues with all these different guns from different games, with camels respected to those guns, two different maps that are ginormous, by the way, with like 150 players. Like, that's crazy. And then people still find a way to be like, no, this isn't enough. Like, oh, I'm bored, I have nothing to do. It's like, do what it's it's different tastes definitely and you know warzone is a battle royale which is kind of like a i don't want to say spin-off of a shooter genre but it definitely stemmed from the shooter genre itself because most battle royales are shooters but it's it crazy to me i feel like warzone is is crazy impressive in what they were able to achieve but it just seems like it would be never enough for those for uh, some people now, the last genre I wanna talk about when it comes to games, and which one I find really crazy that people can master this, is fighting games. Fighting games are crazy, dude, honestly. It's, it's insane what people are able to achieve when it comes to those kinds of games. And fighting games, if you don't know, is usually it's two players on a 2D field, and they have to put in special inputs for special moves, uh, like kicks, grabs. Um, command grabs and those different command normals there's normals anti-airs airs juggling all these kind of terms all these weird terms are just basically terms for beating each other up in a 2d in a 2d plane usually it's 2d there are some 3d planes like soul caliber where you can go around the enemy it's 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 interesting it def, it's definitely interesting what directions people can take with fighting games but the traditional sense is a 2d plane one one on one. That's usually how it is. Those games are like Guilty Gear, uh, like I said, Soul Caliber. Uh, I'm pretty sure tons of people heard of Smash Brothers, King of Fighters, Street Fighters. Uh, definitely, tons of tons of genres. The crazy part is that it's simple in how to make it because, all, like, in a I think in a programming t- uh, standpoint, I I wouldn't know. I'm not a programmer or a game designer, but it's I think it's what from what I've heard it is easier to make because that's what it is. It's two players on a field fighting that's it compared to like you know like what i was talking about before warzone zone we have to somehow house hundreds and hundreds of players from different parts of the world into one map into one lobby you have connection issues you have gun balancing issues you have tons of that but with you know fighting games you have balancing issues with you know the moves of the characters and the characters themselves but when it comes to creating it originally it's relatively simpler than it making a shooter like that but the, the crazy part comes from the players in my opinion about how they can find these crazy cool combos that look flashy, are like utilized effectively by pro players and such like that. and how they learn them is just by discovering them. They don't have a guide like set out by the by like the developers about how how do you play this character or how do you play with this move set they just find themselves and they upload to youtube they upload a combo guide and stuff like that and the amount of inputs and precise like movements of this of like left stick right stick a b x y the amount of inputs you put in like a match or in the hundreds and it's crazy like how to master it takes like hours upon hours upon hours like some people have like 200 hours in street fighter and still haven't like mastered one character that's how crazy it is to master those kinds of games like like i was saying before the skill ceiling is really really high so therefore it's harder to learn the game itself and therefore the characters it's it's impressive it really is impressive especially pro players i can never do it like if you go if you look up this when you get home or if you're home right now look up like guilty gear grand finals you probably won't be able to understand a single thing they're doing in terms of like inputs in terms of movement in terms of you have to like think about what the other player is thinking and then you have to read off that. It's just so many little, little things you need to think about. And some people just do it like it's muscle memory. Some people just cop into a match, just completely destroy someone who just picked up the game like a day ago and then just go on like it's nothing. It's insane. It's it's insane. It's, you know, hold on. Like I'm going to try to read an input from Guilty Gear. Uh, I've been playing that recently. so why I keep mentioning it. Uh, that is utilized in just a basic combo. Which is, all right, it's, it's gonna be impossible to say. Kick, down dust, forward circle, heavy slash, into run up, kick, command normal, heavy slash, into quarter circle forward slash, that's different. And then quarter circle back, punch. All that within the span of less than like seven seconds. You have to do all those inputs precisely. That's hard that's right and that's just a basic combo that you learn and that's just off memory and there's like a whole different language for combos people have invented with like jk2s and uh uh, i don't don't know like uh, jd which means jumping dust it's different moves and they use the numpad for like directions and stuff it's crazy it's insane that's what i wanted to talk about with games is how difficult some can be compared to others just those three, uh, just just to lightly touch on that. And for the next topic, y'all ever heard of H.P. Lovecraft? The fuck was he doing? Honest to God, honest to God, I have no, I have no clue what was going through his mind when he was making those novels. I know that that's what I, that's what I was talking about with like the whiplash in terms of the topics. Yeah, we're going from games to ancient eldritch creatures that are non-fictional. I hope. I have, like. Uh, let me. Get the, well, I'll start off with like I only read, like maybe half of like uh, one of the, some of the Cthulhu novels. I think the first one. I've only read that half. I have looked up though, uh, occasional stories about like uh, the gods when it comes to uh, H. P. Lovecraft's novels or like outer gods, outer beings, and stuff like that. The amount of stuff that man could create in his mind and put into paper is is mind-boggling. It's <laughs> is the best way to put it it's crazy what he was able to think about and then just i, I can't even describe i because it's you can't describe it like even in the books you say if you gaze upon it you just go mad and i'm going mad talking about it that's how crazy he did like designed these characters design that's that's the word i was looking for like we got we got so we got cthulhu you know everyone knows about cthulhu the mythos of cthulhu it's just a squid monster in the middle of the earth uh you look at him you get driven mad he can destroy the earth you know that is tame that is tame compared to, to some of his other stuff. Like, Hypnos. Hypnos is good. Hypnos was a, a good outer god, if I remember right. And he, all he wanted to do was go into what's called the Dreamlands. I'm putting, like, air quotes up. You can't see it right now. He wants to go into the Dreamlands and, like, penetrate, I think it was, like, the 14 barriers that lead onto all creation. Like, what? They're so... Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't, like, I don't understand it myself. And I don't think he under- understands it because he says stuff like... Like, uh, the center of infinity, but nothing. Like, I feel like he's just saying stuff at that point to seem mysterious. And some people, for some people, it can be frustrating. Hell, for me, it can be frustrating, because I don't know what the hell he's talking about. But it adds on to the interest, honestly. Because now you want to figure out what that means, what he means by that. Usually, it means nothing, and he's just saying stuff fluff. But it sounds interesting, and hey, I, I, I find it interesting, so... <laughs> I, I work with it. And, and so, back on the Hypnos guy, he goes through all these 14 layers of the dreamlands and he finds all these cool outer beings and all that. He, be, he, he becomes what's called a boundless, uh, and which is, you know, well, you, you can probably assume, like, really powerful, powerful, annoying, that kind of stuff, omniscient. And then he penetrates the last layer and then he comes back to uh, the reader uh, in the book of Hypnos and he's like, yo, like, y'all, you won't believe what I found. It is terrifying and I have been driven mad. And he, and he like, an, an outer god gets driven mad because what he saw was another character which is named Azathoth, which is what, I, like I said before, the center of infinity uh, of all beings and all that kind of stuff. Existence itself, dreams, like, oh, it's like, it's, it's so many words, so many, adjectives so many, <laughs> so many nouns they throw at you and you're just looking at it and, I, like, every time you flip, like, three pages in an H.P. Lovecraft book, you're just like, damn. Like, you're they just throw something else new at you new concept, new character, something like that and Azathoth was apparently like one of the most highest beings and apparently he's asleep and then if he wakes up uh, all, 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 all creation gets destroyed that's, that's how it is, and then there's someone above him named Sothoth, a lot of thoughts and I don't know what he does, I think he's probably like the good version of Azathoth and he would counteract him and try to keep creation alive, but I don't know <laughs> I really don't know Because I don't think H.V. Lovecraft himself knows. Of course, he passed away a while ago, but that was back then. And I don't think there's any literature or any novels that really can live up to that kind of craziness. Uh, At least not that I've heard or in in the mainstream media. Because that is. Because Cthulhu is always used, you know. Even in some games, like I was talking about before, uh, storytelling games like Call of Cthulhu, it's an interesting topic to dive down because there's a lot of creative freedom. When it comes to that, when you're working with something non-fictional, something so out there, you have a lot of freedom to make new stuff and make new stuff that's out there. And that's what H.P. Lovecraft really, really explored. And he almost felt like he exploited, but not in a bad way. It's it's interesting. Um, I wouldn't even say give H.P. Lovecraft's novel, uh, any of his novels, a read because you're just going to get confused like I did. That's why I only got through half of the first Cthulhu book because that is... Some, that, that's only Cthulhu. And then there's you no, know, like I said before, Azathoth, Hypnos, Yaxathoth, that kind of stuff. It's, it's, it's crazy, but it's definitely interesting. It's definitely interesting. I, I can't say they had a bad time reading it. So right, That's about all the time we have today. I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, I'm trying to be a little more energetic, more creative with what I, what I got to talk about. Definitely was experimenting today, though, as you can tell. But I hope you guys enjoyed in total, and uh, I'll see you in the next one. Thanks for listening.